0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Elephant on the Couch, the judgment-free podcast where we address the elephant in the room, get it on the couch, and start the conversation. I'm Tanya, and I'm Dulce, join us, let's Let's get get uncomfortable.
1: Hello, welcome back, we are back, we are finally back, finally, after a year off, (laughs) feels like it, (laughs) it's for real, how long has it been? Like three months. No way. July, August. No, it's been June is when we dropped, wasn't it? I don't know. See, that's how long it June, July, been. August, like a couple months since yeah. we dropped. That's sounds it like we're dropping like,
0: like, like a UA for <laughs> drug testing. We dropped.
1: <laughs> that like calls out how much of a therapist you are. Probably. I'm pretty sure people don't think of that when you say drop. Yeah. I was thinking of twerking, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like Different state. Right? She wanted like, to drop it low, and I wanted to drop a UA for a drug test. <laughs> okay, that's what we're at in life. Got it. How are you? I think I can genuinely, I feel like I keep saying this, but I'm good. I and, cannot, like, take, take anything that we say in the next five minutes. <laughs> because... Let me let me let me say this to you guys listening. We were just clowning on ourselves at the fact that at the, at the fact that. Um, Every episode, like we were saying last time, we say the same bullshit. I'm, like, I'm in a transition stage in my life. We've been transitioning, son. When does it end? Is the question. Long ass transition, that's for damn sure. When do I get to the place where I'm no longer a shit? Yo, bitch is tired of here. Down with this transition, big guy. Anytime now. Yes, but no, I am doing good. I no I, and I was about to say like genuinely I'm I feel like I'm in a good space. I feel busy, steady, but I feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm calm, I'm content, I'm at peace with life right now. Um and even in my health, I think it's reflecting I went back to the gym. I've been more consistent with that. Ooh,
2: girl, I see you.
0: the muscles um <laughs> come back, but um <laughs> I've been consistent with that. My eating habits questionable for sure, um, but just in general, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel my choices right now are reflecting in the way that I feel, my mood, my interactions with others. So I'm gonna, I'm in a healthy space that hopefully I can keep. Fingers crossed. Light a candle over there for me if you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, but I'm good genuinely and i mean that i am happy
1: oh i love it i, I love that positivity this it's just making me feel good ray of fucking sunshine i right know here. i'm excited to be around you what about you <laughs> what am i doing um um you know there is a visual that i use with clients about recovery and recovery i don't mean like I was a drug addict and I'm recovering. That's not what I mean by recovery. Recovery, I mean, like, I'm trying to get to, like, a place where my own trauma and my own depression and my own anxiety and my own 500 different diagnoses that I can probably find in the DSM does not affect me to a point that it, like, knocks me down, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I talk about this with my clients, I tell them that it looks like a hiking trail. Like, you'll get to a place where you're, like, hiking really, really hard, and it, like, hurts, but it feels good at the same time, and then you, like, go in a weird dip, and then you have to, like, hike harder, and then you go in a weird dip again, or you'll, like, stay steady, or you'll take a little break, and then you'll keep hiking, but the point is that you get to the top of the mountain, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if the top of the mountain is, like, the end goal, (laughs) you know? It might be one out of 20 mountains in your life. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so... The reason why I'm using that visual to give it, I feel like I've been in the really tough side of the mountain for a very long time. And that's why the transition answer for the last 50 episodes that we've dropped. Last
2: three
1: <laughs> Seriously, um, But I finally feel like I turned a corner. Like I am I'm, I'm at a point where I'm no longer going uphill. I'm just like steady. Mm. I still have another hill to go over. Like I'm not, I cannot say like, oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm recovered and life is great. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not in transition anymore. I think, yay, finally, right? Like, I feel like I'm in like, I'm in my, okay, let me just make sure that I can like be okay in this space for three months, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know? And if I'm, if I'm okay in this space for three months, I like, that's a win, I'm not having any dips. I'm not getting any lower. I'm not regressing. You know, like I feel like I'm that's where I'm at. So I I'm I'm okay. I'm not gonna say I'm good, but I'm mm-hmm. okay. Um in the sense that I have a very clear path of where I'm heading.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where in transition I felt like I was just like, I just gotta hike and let me get to that place where I can see the horizon, you know. Right. It was pretty dark for a while. Okay. So I feel like I'm there now. So I'm chilling. I'm walking. You're on cruise control. I'm on cruise control right now, yeah.
0: I, I like that. <laughs> I like cruise control. I've been on cruise control before. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. full transparency over here, um, I was going through it too. and not, we not were to, not to Not to turn it too. back to me because we were just talking about you. That sounds very like, oh, let me talk about myself. But because I, as I'm listening to you, I'm realizing like, I didn't acknowledge the fact that yes, your bitch was going through it too. There for a little bit, like yeah. I'm talking, like sitting at home alone, crying, like having little episodes of just feeling like shit. Like yeah, I that's, don't know a, where that's I a big like, reason
1: why we haven't recorded. Yeah, like um, we were, and we talk about it every time in 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 our recordings I can't I can't episodes um and and we always say like no we have to be graceful to ourselves and allow ourselves to have days off and that's what we haven't been consistent Mm -hmm. and blah 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 but I think like when it comes to the actual action you know like when it comes to shoot shoves come to push comes to shoves like are we honoring ourselves and stuff and that's why we haven't dropped because we were in a really I think both of us were in a really Crappy situation for like we were hiking a lot and we just went on a dip and that's why we haven't been recording.
2: Dip (laughs) when you dip by dip we dip.
1: I don't know what that is. You don't know? No. But we're taking away her people of color card right now.
0: But we we were dipping. (laughs) We were dipping. you um, even thank you. Can you do yeah, pain? so I'm sure, like the 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 majority of you guys listening to the podcast probably know us on a personal level. Well, I'm not gonna say the majority, but some of you. So our um, loyal fans, we'll say that. Yeah, the loyal Definitely five for sure know oh and follow God. us, and oh the loyal five know us and follow us in our personal accounts. So yes, I did end a five and a half year relationship. So talk about a transition. It was. A lot of, kind of like, as you may have noticed by the topic today, um, honoring what I needed, having the courage to walk away from something that was no longer honoring my needs, and the, the transition and the process of dealing with that, like coping, the, the grieving process of, of, after five years, being alone again, trying to figure out what I need, what I want, and um, and so, yeah, it got—talk about a dip right there for a little bit. It got crappy. It was like sitting at home by myself, relying on my support system a lot.
2: Like, I love Dulce, you, too.
0: Dulce and I cried together. My sister, my cousins, my family, they've been there for me. So, of course, it was it was tough there for a little bit. But that's why when, I, when you ask me, like, how are you doing, today I can genuinely say, like, I'm Gucci. Like I am okay. I'm happy. I'm at peace with my choices in life. Um, no longer like blaming and questioning why did I blah blah blah
1: blah blah. I'm I'm okay. Yeah. And Same that's what matters Isn't that funny? Like same yeah Uh, I think like in the podcast I've definitely mentioned my boyfriend a lot like oh my boyfriend is my boyfriend dad my boyfriend 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 um and yeah we we broke up we broke up it was pretty intense um and it's it's funny because we broke up and then like we were talking again within like two weeks um and he's still in the picture uh but it was it's the breakup was the culmination of shit that was boiling for a long time you know what I mean it's it's it was bound to happen and and him and I both have agreed to that and um I think like the in the dip I've I've had to kind of sit back and face my own shit which I don't think I've ever had to even though I have been in a very traumatic past, and I've talked about it in previous um, episodes. I mean, there's a lot more to open, guys. You just know a little bit. <laughs> a tenth
2: of all the shit that I've survived.
1: You've seen the little of
2: the iceberg. <laughs> yes. I'm <not> telling you. <laughs> Seriously.
1: And so um, I, I, this, this is the very first time in my 32 years of life where I actually was held accountable for my own shit like and because it's so easy for me to say like oh I'm the victim or I'm the one that was taken advantage of or I was this or I was that and and I'm not taking away from that at all because there's there is some victimization in in everything I think like everybody can say this is how I was a victim in this situation of
0: course perspective
1: right but being able to sit back and like, okay, well, what fault did I have in this relationship? And I don't think I've ever had to do that ever. Because always, Mm -hmm. I was always the one that was taken advantage of.
2: Mm, Like
1: very
0: in your face.
1: Right. And so in this, in this situation specifically, I was like, okay, well, this is how I was a victim in this relationship. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, like, how was I then responsible for that victimization? And, I, and, not, and I'm not saying that he's an abuser and I'm a victim, not right, that. But like, no. in what ways did I take a piece of that mess, the you know, of the responsibility like- pile? Like, I, I don't think I've ever had to do that before.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it was like, oh, I'm dating this person. And this person totally took advantage of me like this. Oh, no, let's leave them. And then right. that's it, right? Like, and so then being able to say like, well, we broke up. But I also had this fault in this. Like, mm-hmm. oh, girl, like, it was... it. When you were going through it, I was going through it as well. Right. I mean, hence, that's why we were crying together. Yeah. Like, we would be like, let's hang out and, like, record. And then we never recorded. Mm-hmm. We just cried. It was just...
0: <laughs> venting. <laughs> I mean, the computer was here. We just didn't hit record. Um, but I, could, but I, I hear, like, what you're saying. Like, how... Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I hear what you're trying to say, how it's so difficult and going through it right now, taking that piece of the responsibility pie yourself. Because in the past, it's been easier in the sense, like, well, it's there, the pie fully, they take it. And here I'm just
1: going to, like, go. And I think, like, in both of our breakups, we both Mm -hmm. had to take a step of, like, a courageous step in saying there's something about this relationship that is disrespecting what I need. Right. or what I want or what I desire or whatever you want to call it, which we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. But that didn't make sense. The little bit about it in a little bit. <laughs> My logic, guys. We'll talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> but, like, we both had to kind of sit back and be like, hey, this is, this is not good. What steps do we need to take to break that? Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever that break that means. Right. Yeah. Like, that cycle is...
0: Well, for me personally, I think it was five years of staying with someone where I thought this is what I need and this is what I want more so. And in that process, I was, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Neglecting, like pushing down truly what those needs were because I was so focused on wanting this, wanting to make this work so bad. Whether it's because of the pressure of being 36 years old and I'm not married and I don't have children and this is that checklist that we keep referring to on the podcast on previous episodes. Um, so that to-do list, that checklist of life, I don't know if that pressure was getting in the way and I want it so bad to make it work. And I'm sure I had feelings for the person of course but in that process going through the breakup and it got to the point where I was like okay this is I've come to this point in the relationship where my needs are this and they're not being fulfilled Mm -hmm. so I need to make that courageous decision of whether I sit here and still try to make it work for five more years and see what happens or do I Am I brave enough to walk away, even if it hurts, even if it kills me in the process? And for a short period of time there, it felt like it. But at the end of the day, the bigger picture is I need to honor those needs for myself Mm -hmm. and and come to that realization that it might not be with that person. And this is in the sense of a, a romantic relationship, of course, but I guess we're going fully into today's topic yeah. honoring your needs but this can Unlike, be in any any relationship whether it's with your family with your co-workers at work with friends even right honoring your needs and being able to listen to
1: that Yeah, and, I and think go um, with it. Mm-hmm. one of the things sorry I didn't mean to interrupt go you um, <clears throat> but as you're saying that I'm thinking of like a gigantic step of the process for me was being honest to myself. Do you remember we had that conversation? It was like a couple months ago, and I and I talked um, about on it.
0: Podcast?
1: No, no, no. Like just you and I. Um, I went to Mexico for a trip in oh. June, right? Was it June, July?
0: Girl can barely keep up with myself. Right. <laughs> makes think I, I, I
1: No, it was in July. It was in July, and we. I think we recorded right before I left to Mexico. Oh, before you went my, on your vacation. Yeah, when and I went on vacation, mm-hmm. and like right before the vacation, I had like this like. Intense, like processing therapy session with my therapist. And we were talking about how I'm not honest. I'm not an honest person, like honest in the sense that like, I am honest, like with you and, and how loyal I am to you and all it. Yeah. Trustworthy, but not honest in general. Like, and so then when I started speaking my truth, which brought up a whole bunch of trauma, again, something we're going to talk about in other episodes. Like, I I started being honest with the one person that I lied to the most, my mother. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: I was like, Mom, when I was Mm 12, (laughs) it happened. And when I was 15, and I called my best friend, Kim. Shout out to you, comadre. I'm sure you're listening. Hey... I, dude i didn't tell you but when you and i were friends this and this and this and this happened to me and she was like what the fuck like, you didn't tell me this like what you, dude i was at your house that day like you know it because there's just so many things that i have survived that like at some point i just figured that not talking about them or like completely de- which is a trauma response by the way forgetting about them or deleting them from my memory just like pretending made things better yeah and and i lie a lot like now that i look back i don't lie anymore what the fuck therapy works guys hashtag therapy works but i one of the big steps in my dip was being honest and part of being honest was hey this relationship is making me feel like shit right like and it's not so much about again not all his fault right like it's not like oh he just comes in here and talks mad shit about me like no but there are things that happen that I don't speak up on or that I don't like set boundaries on and and I'm not honest to myself and I'm not honest to him cause he like I'm pissed off at him and I'm like I love you honey and like rubbing his arm Mm -hmm. well like inside I'm like I hope you die motherfucker like die bitch (laughs) you know but I don't one of the things that I realized is that I am not honest and I don't honor my needs because I'm not even honest to myself. Yep. Like, how am I supposed to be honest with everyone else if I, I don't speak my truth? And, and like, I, I had a tough conversation with, with my comadre and I had a tough conversation with my mom where I said, you know, I, I lie to you so that you're not mad at me and you don't abandon me.
2: Mm. But
1: the reality is that this is what's happening. You know, and they and they ask me like, "Oh, are you are you back with your boyfriend?" And I'm like, "I don't know. He's there. <laughs> like <laughs> we're talking, but before I would be like, "No. He doesn't even come to the house." Like, no. I don't cuz I was so afraid that they would say like, "Oh, Dulce, <clears throat> it's here she goes again being a dumbass letting him back in after everything he's done to her and did, 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 did. i was so afraid of that criticism or like mm-hmm. that they would stop talking to me because i'm making these decisions in my life you know what i mean
2: yeah
1: that like i just i just lied but that that's self-sabotage like i'm not even holding my own space and my own truth like Okay, like, even today when we were talking, you said, like, hey, so how's that going? And I was like, Tanya, I don't even want to talk about it because I don't even fucking know. Where before, I would have said, like, ah, everything's fine, dude. Like, he's doing great. He's trying so hard. And I would have, like, convinced you of what an amazing man he was. Mm-hmm. Just so that you wouldn't judge me course, on my decision that, yeah. for, like, not knowing where the fuck we're at, you know? All right. So, I, I I don't know. As you're talking about it, I'm I'm thinking of, like ways that we just self-sabotage or we don't fulfill our needs or honor ourselves
0: well and when i think of that word like self-sabotage which i struggle to say (laughs) and i practice a lot guys so (laughs) sue me if i mispronounced it but i almost like in my brain the way that sounds and the way i process that is like intentional like when when you sabotage something, something, it's because you're intentionally wanting to prevent this from happening or whatever, right? So in my head, I may have convinced myself, oh, I'm definitely not self-sabotaging because I don't even know what's <laughs> happening.
2: Look at me as word, S- like, she- she, You know, bear <laughs> I, love my it. It in, like, I love it. in, I love it.
0: My favorite word, word of the day. But um, but that's, but in retrospect, like I'm looking at the whole situation. Like, if I'm playing this movie in front of myself, plenty of times that I self-sabotage
2: or I
0: neglected... <laughs> Mirale, fancy. Mira la. I neglected myself because... And, and it wasn't in a, a very abrasive way, but kind of like what you're saying of, I knew there was something that was bothering me. And I made excuses for myself and for the other person to like, well, it's not that big of a deal. <sighs> And I know damn well that that was a big deal for me, and that mattered, and that was important, and it was a priority for me. But again, I wanted things to work so bad that I kept. I found I found myself for the past however many years minimizing that and saying, "Well, no." And but
1: betraying it's okay. yourself. Like at yeah. the end of the day, you're betraying. Like self sabotage, self betrayal. Like yeah. you, you just say like, and and I even said that to you today, right? Like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know, because this is what I want. This is what I'm seeing. And this is where I'm at. And that's the truth. (laughs) I can't even say like, Oh, yeah, like, I am 100% sure that this is gonna happen. Because even that hope in itself is like setting myself up for betrayal. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like calling it for what it is, I was just telling you, like, The I don't know is a great answer. Like, that's a good sign of recovery. That's you
0: being honest and being truthful because you genuinely don't know where you're at with the relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear you say that you're at the space to be able to acknowledge that you don't know how or where you're at. But... And so, again, looking at the movie back for me, playing the movie, I want to say for me this comes from that space of being and whether this is culturally within not only the mexican latino culture hispanic however you want to call it but even within the culture of my family we are thought to be obedient growing up like you listen and you comply and you say yes and shush Right, So you learn to suppress those needs and your wants and your whatever emotions you're having and express what you need and want because you're told to, like, callate, no
1: digas, no contestes. Yeah, you don't talk back, you don't look back. Like, you don't, you even, like, I was having this conversation with my comadre, like, you know, like, you'll crave an extra snack because that's what children do. We eat all day. And then your mom will be like, another papitas
2: that's why you're
1: getting so fat
0: (laughs) you know like this is a very like I mean and it's kind of a silly example but it's connected everything is connected and as therapists we always try to find like the root of where is this coming from and it's always connected to childhood trauma of course but I mean and again this is a silly example and this isn't us trying to bash our parents because they did the best that they could with with what what they they had and the knowledge that they had and based on their own parenting um but I just remember even like us going to like my tia's house, like my aunt's house, and that's the Mexican culture. They offer you things, they want to feed you when they got, when you come to. And I remember my mom telling us all the time if they offer you something, say no. Like, don't, don't accept food because my mom is very like proper and like she is the one that wants to feed everybody and give everybody and da 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 da. Um so I just and to this day, well not anymore because now we joke about it, but um but my tia does it. <laughs> I know that, that she would say no or she would tell her kids to say no to something, even if they're hungry or thirsty. Like, yeah. No. It's it's like bad education, like bad manners if yeah, you accept Like to- the fuck? Like <laughs> It's just water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like and there's but so it's, many. I mean, and that's a silly example, but that is an example of how we are oh. shown to like say no
1: and compliance. Shut up. You know which one like irks the fuck out of me? Having to say hi to people. Like that's a oh. big self betrayal one. That like I think a lot of like. Latino parents Keep don't realize give it in, in, in Latino culture, at least in Mexican, I don't know about the rest, but in Latino in Mexican culture, we say hi with a kiss with a cheek kiss. Mm-hmm. Cheek kiss. I can't say that in the cheek same
2: cheek sentence.
1: kushy, a kushy on the cheek. <inaudible> <inaudible> and and so I remember like going into a house, like, hey, Saluda. Andale, saluda. And even the creepy tío that made you feel like uncomfortable, you still had to say hi to, and he would like hug you, and you just had to take it. Like the boundary in your own self. If your kid doesn't feel like being touched, don't make them feel touched for someone, you know. Mm -hmm. Or if a kid lies, right? Like instead of asking yourself, like, why did my kid lie? Why is he lying? What's going on with the lying? Right? Like. We would say, like, why are you lying? You're lying to me. See? Si? Yeah. If si you're lying, it's bad. Te va a crecer la nariz. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: A random, the
0: random person. Like, policía, Like, police officer, take her. She's being bad.
1: The truth. <gasps> oh, I was so scared of cops for, like, ever. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> It was just, it, it, it didn't allow me to, it never allowed us to listen to our own selves and right. say, is this something that I'm comfortable with or is this not? Exactly. Right there.
0: Boom. We already put our finger on what it is. We do not learn to trust ourselves because we're being told what to do and how we're wrong for feeling the way that we do. And even if my instinct is to say, yes, I'm thirsty, I would like some soda or some water or juice. My caregiver, my parent, my mom is telling me no.
1: Or eating, right? Like, finish the whole plate. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm full. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Finish the whole plate. Dude, like, is that what you would tell your mom? Like, no. Dude, that's what I was thinking in my head. Like, dude, <laughs> I'm full. Estoy llena, güey. Just
0: kidding, Mames. <laughs>
1: But I, I think that's like
0: Even we that. do that. Like so naturally, much. your body's telling you, yo, we're done. <laughs> and your parents are forcing you to eat more. And then you grow up and they
1: want you to eat less. Exactly. You're less. Now you're fat. <laughs> like, la chingada, right? Kim like, it <laughs> never happens. Te comes los pinches seis tacos, pero mira que gordita estás.
0: <laughs> like, ya llevas cinco platos. That's actually legit a quote from my mom. <laughs>
1: I love you, Same mama. for my mom, too. Yeah. <laughs> One time we went to my tia's house, my tia was like, Quieres para llevar? And I was like, Hell yeah, tia, give me three platas. y mamá. And offendida, like, What? How? Dulce, que no tienes madre? You just gonna ask for plates? The fuck I'm not for myself. I need some food. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like the most rebellious and ungrateful daughter ever. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but I I think that self-betrayal, self-sabotage, like don't self-doubt. listen to your needs, self-doubt comes from you attempting to trust yourself, you attempting to navigate these things and your parents saying, No, I know better than you. You shut the fuck up. I'ma tell you how to do things and then and then you don't ever get to explore. Like and and it comes a lot with All of that self-sabotage, like, right, like, self-sabotage and all of these things, like, root into the fear of abandonment. Yeah. Like, if I don't please my mother, if I don't please my father, if I don't please this, my parents are going to abandon me. Whether it's emotionally, physically, and when I mean abandonment, I also mean, like, getting punished. Like, hitting you is a form of physical abuse, but also physical abandonment. Like, I'm hurting, dude. I'm scared. I'm acting out because I don't know how the fuck to trust myself. And you're telling me to do this. And I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. So now you're, like, violating me in another way. Like, now you're, like, crossing another boundary. And I don't know how the fuck to act.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Right? Like... And your parents is not going to... Your parent typically doesn't come to you, like when you're crying, it's kind of one of those, like, well, I told you so moments, like, well, you earned it, you earned that chancla, you earned that, like, hey, whatever, yeah. yeah. you earned that timeout, that timeout, like you alone in a corner as a kid, like, as, as grown ups, and probably you listening to this, you understand the difference, and you're like, that's not abandonment, right? Like, we, we understand, our logic brain now understands that, but in the moment, that emotion feels The same way as if your parents were Right, and then you you
1: grow up and you have a relationship and your significant other needs a break from you because they're pissed off and you're like, oh, you're just going to ignore me while I'm over here crying and leave me alone because it's the same fucking feeling that we had when our parents told us, you want to cry? Go cry to the fucking room. I don't want to see it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Or they told you don't cry. Right. So I I couldn't cry for a long-ass time either. And so... All of those, like, tiny little things that we don't seem, we don't look at it as traumatic because it has been normalized. Right, because you've never gotten beat up or it's abused,
0: like, in-your-face type of abuse, right? What we would define as abuse. A lot of us say, like, no, my childhood was, like, which mine was. I mean, like, compared to what we see in our line of work. Right. I've been blessed. I've been, like, lucky I have a, a pretty relatively healthy family. <laughs> and, but so that's why, again, and I think I've mentioned this in other episodes, I tend to minimize my needs compared to what I've seen and what I've been exposed to. I'm like, Tanya, yours is you're not tripping. that big of a yeah. deal. Like, you're tripping. Like,
1: get over yourself. I need to honor those needs. Right. I was, I was just talking to a client about that the other day. Um, this is a client who is pretty wealthy um, monetarily wealthy, uh, and, and it's, it's Anglo-Saxon, white, however you want to label it, Caucasian. And, and he was, and it's a, he, it's a male, right. And he was like, I know that I'm a lot more privileged than anybody else in the United States. He's a very open-minded person. And, and he said like, but you know, so I feel like such an, literally his words, I feel like such a dick for feeling this way. Because I, have, I pretty much have everything. How like dare I, I complain? How dare I complain about everything that I'm going through? And I said, just because you have everything doesn't mean that you don't have emotional needs that need to be met.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's still emotional needs right. that, that need to be met. And, and a lot of times we have this idea that there's like wants. Like, oh, you just want attention. Mm. no I don't want attention I need you to acknowledge me attachment is a need there's been studies that show that people die if they isolate they like literally start developing a psychosis if you isolate completely and not talk to another human for a long right. time hence what happens to people that are on site work and what happens to people that are in jail isolated from everybody else like mm-hmm. They yeah. develop a psychosis. They don't come back the right way right? because attachment is a need. It's a basic human need. And when you're not getting your emotional needs met, you start developing mental health issues. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that every single mental health issue out there in the world is based on attachment or trauma. But I do want to say that, like, attachment is a great recipe for recovery, healthy attachment.
0: Or disaster. <laughs> or
1: disaster. <laughs> healthy attachment. Let me add that extra word. Anyways, but I, I do think that um, in honoring your needs or honoring yourself, there is the emotional needs that we also need to acknowledge.
2: Right. Hence.
0: And to, to this day, it's 2021, and, and thankfully, and I'm so happy to see that, the awareness <clears throat> around mental illness and mental health keeps growing and growing thanks to TikTok and... <laughs> social Instagram media Instagram and mm-hmm. um, yet I still to this day I can, I probably heard it in the past month of people um, labeling teenagers as like attention seeking or like especially with I mean September is suicide prevention month so people still have that misconception that this is attention seeking behaviors Mm-hmm. and when in reality is there is something An emotional in mean. there that it's missing mm-hmm. and this person is trying to cope with that to the best that they can or they're trying to end the pain the best way that they've learned to uh, but going to what you're saying of that people labeling that as being greedy how dare you like you have a good life what are you complaining about look at right. the people in X, Y, and Z they give you examples of like really extreme cases that we see around the world um, to compare, to try to get you to minimize or be grateful. Because right? there, there's, it comes to a point where like toxic positivity of being grateful for what you have. Right. And, and I, I am, but I also, this both can be true. I also need this.
1: Exactly right exactly and and you are allowed to seek help when you feel like you are not there like okay tanya you are a you know amazing clinician you have a great job you have your own house bills paid you're beautiful whole nine yards my head
0: is getting so big
1: (laughs) i know i can feel like the hot air over
2: here (laughs) But,
1: but i but you also cannot be alone period like there was a point of time where you were like acknowledging your needs mm-hmm. and you needed a bitch to come over and spend time with you and cry together. <laughs> like, that's not you being privileged. That's not you act, acting for atten- like seeking attention is you seeking help. And that is a need. Mm-hmm. That's you honoring your needs. It, the fact that you didn't isolate, the fact that you reached out was you honoring your needs. Because there's also this stigma that you should just be able to handle it. Like you're a therapist, you should know what to do, right, oh, son? <laughs> <laughs> but like your support systems is definitely like Hi. honoring. Like I can text somebody and be like, I need to sleep in. Can you watch Estrella overnight? I was actually thinking of doing that the other day and texting that. Like, dude, do you mind watching Estrella like overnight one of these days so I can fucking sleep because <laughs> I haven't slept in in so long. Yeah you know like those that's a need like yeah. i need a sleep in i need 12 hours the need for help period it's a need but
0: acknowledging like i can't do it alone I as can't. much as i'm a therapist i have a master's degree i have education i have knowledge i still need help going back to that attachment things we are social creatures we need one another it's rarely that one person can survive by themselves. They they might tell you that they can, and they're stubborn and they say like, yeah, I don't. Well, okay, I got me, and that's that. Okay, son. <laughs>
1: Good luck with that. But here's the number to my private practice.
0: <laughs> hit me up when you're ready. But um, but the need for help, it's one that we sometimes don't honor. Right. We can't do it alone, we, we seeking help is a need, setting boundaries, like I was saying earlier, we started this conversation in the context of a romantic relationship, but this can be setting boundaries with your friends even. If your friends are being too pushy about something, let's say we go out to dinner, or we have a little hangout at my house and I'm pushing you to drink, you've been able to say like, no, I don't, I don't wanna drink tonight. And not feeling the pressure because we're all drinking that you have to join
1: the party too. Yeah, I, I think we, um, you and I were in this situation where I, right now that you're mentioning it, it like came in like, like a light bulb. So we have a joke, right? Like we all have a joke in our girl group, which I've never had a girl group before, but because I'm close to Tanya, I just adopted her family as my friends. So now we have a girl group. (laughs) And we have this joke of, like, when you do something that's really silly, for lack of a better word, we start making, like, the noise of the clown. Ding, oh, ding, the dee 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 dee. Yeah, the circus noise. And we, like, put on, like, a clown nose, and we fake, like, we put on a... a wig. The wig, and, like, we're tying our <laughs> shoes. Like, it's just our joke, right? And at some point in time, like, all of us are, like, sitting together, and we were talking about a specific topic. And then everybody was like, yeah, you need to stop doing that. Yeah, you need to stop doing... And, like all bitches are, like, against one. (laughs) Like, you need to stop doing that. Like, you need to stop doing that. And I was like... "Mm." And it's so easy for us to fall into those patterns because we're all friends, because we love each other. And, and you know, like, you can start beating yourself up because everybody's telling you what you should have, could have, would have been doing. Right? Like, in the situation, the clown situation, right? Like, where we continue to self-sabotage, you should be doing better but we're not allowing ourselves to do that Mm -hmm. right like dude i'm not ready i'm not ready to break up leave me the fuck alone like i'm not ready to walk away i'm not ready to move out i'm Mm -hmm. not ready to do these things like that's even honoring yourself like i'm not ready to break up but like being able to like set those boundaries even with people that are telling you for your own good right And
0: acknowledging, again, like I said earlier, both can be true. They're coming at it, hopefully, from a place of love, love, and they want the best for you. But you also say, I hear you, but I'm not ready to do that just yet. Mm Mm-hmm right <laughs> she, I, I, she, she was went back putting like a, a, a physical <laughs> physical touch over
1: here i'm touching, I'm with touching me.
0: dulce's arm saying like i hear you but i'm not ready but since i've been going to the gym i maybe pushed a little too hard with my big oh muscles. i thought
1: you were trying to touch my muscles because oh, no, mine are like mine. look at that shit mm. okay. oh you could probably hear it in the radio guys Bitches is working out radio
0: she said
1: this is the radio (laughs) shut up I'm I'm from 90s kid It is what it is (laughs) but honoring your needs even
0: at a job too right oh dude 100% of, of like again and I've said it and I keep saying it and I will continue to say it until I'm blue in the motherfucking face I am so opposed to that Hustle mentality. American, I think it's an American thing, honestly. That hustle mentality, the keeping up with the Jonas's and like hustle and grind, the grind don't stop. Yeah, the motherfucking grind needs to stop so you can rest. Let's not. I hate it, I'm gonna continue to hate it. But that even, setting boundaries, and no, I don't need to grind. Like for what purpose?
1: You are paying me $40. $40? I am, I mean, 40 hours a week. I am working 40 hours. Right. Thanks. Like, no, no. I'm not taking work home. I'm not taking work home. Hey, can I ask you for an extra project? Are you going to pay me more Mm -hmm. for said extra project? And, And I think, like, the mentality is that if you're humble, if you're a good dog and you listen... I might give you the role of a super like a supervisor. Mm. And if you're a good supervisor and you continue to lick my boot and you continue to kiss my ass you might be a clinician a clinical director Mm -hmm. and if you do very good at direct i might have you as assistant ceo like doing the climbing the the corporate ladder right like that's the thing we need to climb the corporate ladder what does it take to climb the corporate ladder working 60 70 hours on a salaried 40 hour job yeah dude that's like fucking free time you're giving the company yeah. because you want to be a supervisor are you fucking kidding me
0: and for some people that might be what they want and what makes them happy again if you need you're honoring yourself and genuinely this is what makes you happy and you have a goal by all means right you're gonna honor your that's what's gonna make you happy and in that moment because they will just quite like looking at me like you got <laughs> but in that moment again that's true for this stage of your life just like i was in a stage of my life where that i thought that's what i wanted i look back and i'm like boy was i wrong but in that moment maybe that's what i think i need I'm um, i am about that grind life and keeping up with the jonases and that's important to me in this stage of my life then i'm honoring my needs in that reality
1: yeah but then like <laughs> what else are you then self-sabotaging or self-betraying on right, right? like are you not eating right exactly. while you're at work for 12 hours like yeah. you're just not gonna eat that, that's it are you not sleeping right are you only sleeping five hours a day are you like neglecting
0: the relationships that matter in your life whether it's exactly. friends family time by yourself to go to the gym alone however what makes but that's why i'm saying like it's an individual journey. Everybody's going to go through it at their own time and realize. And that's why I say I have a problem with that type of culture. Because to me, it does take away from what really matters in life.
1: And I, and I and I think the big important part of what you're saying is the culture piece. Like, it is really hard to step away from this mentality. Because this is the mentality that runs in our culture. And when I mean our culture, I'm talking about Mexican culture. I'm talking about American culture. You come to the States too. Work to thrive, right? Saying, like,
0: I was thinking, like, violin, like,
1: a triumfar, a triumfar. to succeed. <laughs> <To>
0: succeed. <laughs> That's why we come to America to succeed, and to succeed, you have to fucking work hard,
1: right? Yeah. Right, like, yeah. and, and time and time again, <laughs> I continue to find myself with my clients now that I work with adults, like, nine out of ten telling me, I feel this, I feel this, I feel that. I'm going into FMLA because my job just put too much pressure on me, and I finally popped right like and or or saying like oh i I barely have time to come to therapy because i can barely like have enough time to have dinner with my family you know but it's it's a cultural thing like this is the way that things run in america like Mm -hmm. you come here and work and that's it and you really truly honestly work if you want to make your dreams come true and Mm -hmm even us asking the general public to like not do that even sounds like I think even radical because you're like what the fuck would, then who the fuck is going to pay my bills you know because mm-hmm, yeah. it's America has done such a good job at making it so hard for people to work 40 hours and make ends meet in a comfortable yeah. manner right I don't know and, and I think that's, that's the important piece about acknowledging your own needs and acknowledging what are the things that you have to change or shift in order to be able to have a better quality of life. Like right, and quality of life is not a privilege; it's a need. It's a need. It's a basic need. It's yeah. a basic need. Everybody should be able to balance an emotional, physical mm-hmm. balance.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is and and that's a good point because at the end of the day, what that's what this episode is about honoring your needs your needs not society standards not what we've been told growing up not our trauma from that little girl in the corner on timeout after she got in trouble no this is honoring your needs right now as you're sitting listening to this again you're gonna do what's gonna be best for you what you feel is best for you right now if you you have a goal in mind and you want to work 60 hours by all means do what you got to do but at the end of the day, what we're saying is it has to come from within and your own needs. And and I'm not doing it to buy the best car to keep up with your neighbor.
1: Right. And and it's fucking hard. Yeah. Like one of the realizations that I had in my now cruise control that I'm doing <laughs> is that um, the more that I honor my needs, the more bitchy asshole, and cunty that I feel. She said. Cunty. I said Kanti. like I just feel like you know um, even a loved one like a, a family member or a person that I really love will, will say hey can you do this and I'm like no <laughs> the end I don't even give an explanation I'm like no I can't mm-hmm. the end yeah. you know and how does that feel? I feel like an asshole like I feel so rude I'm like because when i've had friends or family members or anybody that said no to me like that in a dry manner i'm like well fuck you then what the fuck am i asking you for then Mm. right but it's not it's not bad it's but but is it a dry manner
0: because you even describing it right now like it's dry like if you ask me like hey tanya you want to record today and i say no yeah period which is like okay
1: now and and that's the part about me like even shifting the way that I'm honoring my needs because I'm trying to honor other people's needs as well right and so like if you were like no I'm like all right let me know when you're ready that's that would have been my answer Mm -hmm. where before I would have been like why not what's going on are you okay you worry me like I feel like you would still ask me are you
0: okay if I had said (laughs) no
1: Maybe. <laughs> but I I, I I would honor it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have been pushy. I'm pushy. I'm a right. pushy person. I like to control things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And part of honoring my needs is to not control things. Because controlling is coming from a place of me trying to manipulate the situation so that it is safe and that I'm not abandoned. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because bitch is all about abandonment <laughs> issues. <laughs> She needs a hug, all <laughs> right. But it, and and I do feel like sometimes I like set a boundary, and I'm like, oh, that was bitchy. But then I'm like, no, it's not, because what? Because I didn't please the person. Mm. But I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it boils down to. I don't want to. Yeah. So you
0: can be. I don't know, and and, and I've done that, and I can think of many examples, like I was saying. But just the us agreeing to do something that we don't want to do like like period like pretty simple right like if, if, if i tell you like if you tell me if you invite me like hey tanya i'm having this like i don't know brunch at my house and so and so is coming and i maybe so and so is not my favorite person in the world but i agree to go because of you but i'm already like questioning like uh, so and so is gonna be there i don't want to see her Right? But me agreeing because I'm your friend and I don't want to disappoint you, right? And then I go there and I'm acting some type of way. Right, and I'm kind of like grumpy and I'm not having the best day of my life. What's the need for that? Like when I could've, as a grown ass woman, tell you. In America. Dear Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Royal Hamilton. (laughs) I could have just told you like, no, don't say thank you next time, right? Or like, no, thank you, right? But I can't. Instead, Instead I I put myself,
1: what if I can't, but I just don't want to? You can't because that's your emotional need that it's not being met. So you cannot go. <laughs> it is impossible for me to make myself get in the car and go there. Cause I can't,
0: but you see what I'm saying? Like I'm going to put myself in a situation where I'm not going to have a good time because I'm uncomfortable because I'm around this other person. And this is just an example. Um, why when I could have just say no. Right. Right. That would be me honoring my needs. Right? If I'm with my partner and we're doing something and he says like, Hey, let's go to this restaurant, but I'm not feeling that type of food today, but again I don't wanna ruffle any feathers. So I said like, Oh yeah and then I'm having this like attitude or again. Or you don't not, wanna eat
1: anything. Yeah, like I'm not or enjoying our time bad. together
0: or I'm like grumpy what's the need for that when I could have just said like oh you know what honey like I'm not feeling that like why don't you go grab that and I'll grab my own thing and then we'll come home and eat it or whatever right
1: oh that sounds so beautiful
0: not to say that you're never gonna compromise and meet your partner somewhere in the middle and do something nice for them like if you I don't know they wanna go watch football and you don't necessarily enjoy football but you're doing it because you're spending time with them but again that's your need you want genuinely like spend time with them by all means right but Respecting, like you were saying, other people's boundaries too, it's a good way to even start honoring our our own needs because now we know that the other, just like as much as I'm not getting mad at you for saying no to me, I would expect that my partner also would not get get mad mad at you. So that's good practice in the sense that I know what the other person might be going through because I respected when you told me no. So I would hope that when I tell you no, you would also respect me. Right. And that's feedback, too. The way that they react to your boundaries. Absolutely. If they get all pissy or moody or grumpy or...
2: Or here you go again. Here you go again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is my way of, like, pretending to be, like, a bratty, significant other. <laughs> when you hear that voice. <laughs> oh my God. I would
2: not
0: want to be with that person. <laughs> Damn sure.
1: But, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think that even at times we... We do it in like the stupidest things too. Like, today is a perfect example. Um, Tanya was eating chocolate. I'm not a fan of chocolate. Let me, let me just start off with that. I'm not a fan of chocolate. I I'm not like, oh my god, I love chocolate, right? And I'm she not was either, like, i either,
0: but d- during that time of the month, I am for sure.
1: <laughs> Thank you for letting everyone have- know you are at that time of the month. <laughs> okay, what are we? Six years old? But I'm I'm not I'm not a I'm not a chocolate person. Uh huh. And so you offered me chocolate today. You're like, come on, eat some. It's great, right? I think a few months ago. Was I pushing? No, no, maybe a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. I was just fucking with you. But you were like, oh, have it, right? Like, I think I would have maybe a few months ago or maybe a year ago, I would have been like, ah, fuck it. It's a chocolate. You know, like, ah, fuck it. But I was like, no, I I don't want it. Like, And they were like, oh, you want this candy? And I was like, calories, bitch. I'm counting my calories. But like that, that calorie counting craziness that I'm embarking on and working out and all this, like drinking fucking 64 ounces of fucking water a day. Like these are all self promises that I came up with because that's going to make me feel good. Mm. And so. And i in the morning when I wake up and I'm like, uh, I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to like stretch in the morning or I don't want to, I don't know, make my bed or whatever. Like, that's not me self-sabotaging when I push myself to do it, because I know that this is a good thing that is going to help me feel better later in the day. I think I'm so, you. I'm about to fuck with your brain so hard, you and everybody listening we are so used to self-sabotaging that we do it unconsciously. Mm. Like, oh, I know that waking up at six in the morning is gonna make my morning better. I know that it's gonna allow me to make my coffee, it's gonna allow me to get a good shower in, it's gonna allow me to pick my clothes comfortably, I'm not gonna be in a rush. Like, I have a list of reasons why waking up at six in the morning is better than waking up at seven, right? and I continue to wake up at seven. Why? Because a bitch stayed watching TikTok until midnight the night before, right? Like I knew damn well that if I would've closed my TikTok at 9 9 p.m. and I would've put my phone away, I would've had a good ass night, I would've slept good, I would've woken up at six, I would've had my morning. Like all of these are good things that I want to do because they make me feel good. Mm -hmm. But I'm so used to self-sabotaging and self-betraying that I choose to, eh, I can watch another TikTok for another hour. Oh, I can eat that chocolate. Oh, it's midnight. I should probably not have this chocolate piece, but I will. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's like six in the morning. My alarm is going off. I'm not going to get up. I need to sleep longer. And like sometimes you need it, right? Like if you max the day before, you know you're going to sleep longer than usual. But like when i start looking at myself as like someone that i need to honor and respect and listen to it shifts the way that i keep my own promises Mm -hmm. because then i'm like if i look at myself the way that i look at my mom like my mom says like don't fucking do that right and i'm like oh shit she said not to do that and i'm gonna fucking get abandoned if i look at that like at me in that way it shifts Like, don't fucking do that, Dulce. Wake up at six. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I will wake up at six. Because I need that for my own self. Mm -hmm. But I was never taught the natural consequences of waking up late. She just did it for me. So I just hated it. So I started self-sabotaging. Does that make sense? Kind of what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, I... Personally, my mom never taught me to like be with fuck, like sucky friends and then realize why sucky friends are a bad idea.
2: Mm. She just
1: said, I don't like that friend. You're not allowed to hang out with them. So I never developed the skill to figure out who's a good friend and who's not. Right, to weed them out yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Same thing as waking up in the morning.
2: Yeah.
1: Same thing with like work, right? I used to hate it when my dad woke us up early to clean the yard
0: or do whatever I was like, oh, my God.
1: But if if he would have framed it to you like, look, you want to play outside? I want to set up a a pool in the afternoon. But we can't do that unless the weeds are cleaned up. How can we make sure our backyard is clean so we can enjoy it? Mm -hmm. Well, we can help you, Dad. That sounds great, right? Like, it's the way that things get presented to children that you can instill that self-motivation in order to keep your self-promises. Versus, like oh, I have to do this. And every time that you look at it like that, you will 100% self-sabotage mm-hmm. or self-betray or however yeah. you want to call it.
0: But that's the key word right there, like self. Because if you were to make a promise to someone that you love and care about, I bet your sweet ass that you're going to keep it, right? I know I am a, a woman of my word, for the most part.
2: <laughs>
0: but like if <laughs> 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 it to my little weight... <laughs> In my nose and my big shoes, um, but if I do make a promise to someone that I care about, I will keep it.
1: <laughs> that's what I meant,
0: right? But that's what. But that's why I'm I'm rephrasing mm-hmm. what you said in like smaller little chunks of digestible information. <laughs> um, but it, it that's what it is, right? Like, and I think we talked about this concept in a past episode of like writing vows to yourself of like, dear Tanya, I vow to love you, blah, 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 right? But this is that same concept. If I make a promise to my partner because I love him and I care about him and I, and I say like, hey, sure, I'm gonna, I'll do this for you, I'ma get it done. I'ma make sure I get it done because I love him and I don't wanna disappoint him. Yet we keep letting ourselves down and disappointing ourselves and walking all over our boundaries and our needs because, well, it's
1: just us and we don't deserve that, right? Exactly. Like, if I tell... One, so, one of the things... I, and I'm giving you guys this information as feedback. As, like, we start closing the episode, right? Like, I, I don't want to leave you guys, like, on a cliffhanger. Like, okay, I'm self-sabotaging. Now what? So, one of the recipes <laughs> that I've been... Come back next episode. <laughs> I know, right? It was great. <laughs> 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 no, but I I... One of the things that I decided to do in order to honor myself is when I was at my peak of my day when I wasn't like when I was like good I had energy I was like awake and life was happening I went and grabbed my whiteboard and I like did a morning routine and a night routine for myself which here's the funny thing guys I have that for my daughter and I've had it for about a year now but for me I have nothing (laughs) Yeah. you know so I oh and I went to um, get vitamins for myself I like spent I'm spending $50 a month in vitamins guys I spend I spend about $30 a month on vitamins for my kid Yeah. right like I do all these things for my kid but I don't do them to myself so I went and got a whiteboard and I wrote on there my morning routine my night routine and then I put a whole bunch of affirmate i'm not a big affirmation person like i think it's so annoying to be like i am beautiful i am strong like okay therapist it makes me crazy dude so instead i have quotes that i like Mm -hmm. push me to do things things that friends have told me and that like really resonated with me and then i made a list of my recovery goals like i have to make myself a priority i have to rely on my support system and i wrote down everybody that's part of my support system so that i don't forget to keep up with them Mm -hmm. um and it's funny because i see posts on instagram like stop replying to people and see how many reach out to you motherfucker if you want to have friends do it yourself yeah Yeah. like i uh, yeah anyways but i if you guys want to figure out how to maybe start making those self-promises you can start with like a morning routine it could be something small Mm -hmm. wake up make your morning coffee, brush your teeth, put on deodorant, brush your hair, wash your face, get a nice, get a nice outfit on. The simple things, but we, at least for me, I get so caught up in self-betraying that I will literally wake up and do whatever, whatever, and like get to work because I work from home. And so I'm just like a hot mess. (laughs) Have like a bun. I still have PJs on. I'm like, what's up, everybody? Instead of actually like engaging in the self care that I need to mm. or like keeping those promises. Yeah. You know? Anything that you
0: are doing to to honor my. I started going back to the gym. I told you. I've, I've been pretty consistent. I've been going in the morning, which again, it's a big change for me because I, w- I was used to working out at night time all the time. I'll go to the gym like at eight, nine at night and then be there till like 10 and then don't go to bed till like midnight or one and then. Um, But I was consistent. Uh, But I I switched it to morning because I was like, yeah, okay, I need to get a routine in place. Um, So I think it's mainly that. I mean, like I said, for the past year, I've been relying a lot on my support system to get me through life and talking and hanging out and going out to eat and going to visit my family and um, just a lot of that. Uh, honoring what I need in the sense of like I'm not here to please others but rather I'm going to do what makes me happy and that's what I'm doing I mean or at least actively <clears throat> trying to honor myself and, and not care about that timeline that checklist of what others people have to say about
1: right. I, I to,
0: should be doing by
1: now I think uh, one of the big parts of that is also acknowledging the things that I love to do, what I want to do and what I don't want to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like becoming a therapist was never like my dream. I was never like I'm going to grow up and be a therapist. Fuck no, I wanted to be a lawyer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But like the type of personality that I have, like I realized that like I could be running my own shit. And so like that's one of the things that I'm like starting to shift focus on to like run my own business or do my own thing or manage some sort of thing I don't know it's up in the air but I I've really like sat down and shifted where I am because if I would have stayed in my self-betrayal pattern I would be a therapist forever and working one com- one company to the, next, to the next to the next to the next to the next until I retire yeah. when that's not something that I want to do I don't I want to work 20 hours a week and be and have money like that's really what I want to <laughs> do, do we all <laughs> right <laughs> but um, I, we came up with something we did yes as we were prepping
0: for this because we, we always want to yes talk about this and whatnot and bring awareness but also kind of want to leave you with like a little and then what so we came up with the abcs of honoring your needs oh, even sounds oh, like catchy i'm, I'm so know. proud of ourselves and this came from a, a recent something that happened to me personally i was in this scenario <laughs> where
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you don't have to laugh like that cloud scenario is one way to describe it right for sure it's great but and i'm i'm
1: it is a scenario
0: yes and i apologize because i'm not gonna go into detail about it and it's like annoying i get it but what matters and what's relevant to this conversation is that something happened that triggered an emotion on me and the other person noticed the change in my demeanor and they asked like what's wrong and I said, oh, nothing. <laughs> and right there and then, I acknowledged the fact that something had, in fact, happened. <laughs> like, I hear the narrator <laughs> in the... But something, in <laughs> fact, had <laughs> happened to Tanya right there and then. Right?
2: <laughs>
0: like, I can hear Morgan... <laughs> what's his name? Pierce Morgan? Whatever his name is. Snoop Dogg. I would love Snoop Dogg to narrate my life. Um.
1: <laughs>
2: Shut up. <laughs> I can just think of Snoop dog,
1: And then when Tanya was sitting
0: there, she had then noticed, in fact. And then it noticed, in fact, something, in fact, had triggered me. And it wasn't, no, nothing. It was something that happened. And I, I just told the person, no, I'm Okay. And then I sat down there by myself and I was able to put the finger on exactly what that had triggered for me and what emotion I was feeling and where it was coming from and why I felt that way. I literally was able to do that on my own sitting right there. Um, And that's where it ended for me, right? So I was proud of myself for honoring that in the sense of like, at least I took the time to think about that. But then I didn't do anything with that information, which is ongoing work for me I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a work in progress I'm still working on not being so passive and being more assertive and uh, verbalizing what I need and what I want and how I feel um but so that's where this ABC of honoring your needs came from because the first one would be Acknowledge, a- Acknowledge. Like, thank the you. A is for acknowledge. The A is for acknowledge, right? Which is, in that scenario, I acknowledge that actually,
1: yes, in fact, something did bother me about what just happened. Because, nine out of ten times, what we do is we gaslight ourselves. No, I'm tripping. It's not that big of a deal, Tanya. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, it's just too much. Like, I'm just being extra. Right. I'm, this is not... Ugh. That's not even like the situation here. Why am I even thinking about that? It's stupid. I'm being stupid. I'm being so silly right now. And we suppress it. Mm -hmm. Like instead of like sitting there and acknowledging the fact that something triggered us, we like come up with excuses on why this is silly that we're having this emotion.
0: Mm Perfect. Perfect.
1: And then the B is for... B, literally B. Like, you just be with your feelings. You sit with your feelings. So now you acknowledge that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And now you sit there and you're like, where where do I feel this? What does this feel like? How is this making me feel? Where is it coming, where is it coming from? from? Mm-hmm. How is it affecting me? Like... I. <laughs> The other, the counterpart, right? Let's say that you do acknowledge, but you're so used to, like, diminishing everything. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm having, like, a weird anxiety, and I don't know why. But you do know why. That wouldn't be a B. That would be a D. Do not <laughs>
2: Right?
1: <laughs> like, instead of just sitting with the uncomfortable emotion, we're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm just going to breathe. I'm just going to walk out. A lot of people, like, just walk out. Like, I'm just going to take a break. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think about this right now. Like, we just deny, we deny ourselves from experiencing what our body's telling us because... Of honoring our needs. Right. <laughs> because our, we were told, no llores. Change your face. O te aplacas, o te aplaco. Right? Like, you're over here like, I don't want to eat anymore. Please like it stop. O te aplacas, o te aplaco. And then you have to smile and like eat. "Ah, This is delicious, right? Like you're denying yourself of those things. We're so trained to do that. Well, if we need to cry, let ourselves cry.
0: Yes. Cry, 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 cry.
1: Or acknowledge, you know, like, oh, it just made my stomach turn. Mm -hmm. Oh, that shit just made me sick. Like you can be in the middle of, I don't know, having a deep conversation. And they say like, man, you're fucking stupid. And that could be the trigger, right? Mm-hmm. When you're just joking. Yeah. And so like you acknowledge like it and you're like, oh, that felt yucky. Right. <laughs> and then saying like, oh, that really like, I have this weird pain on my chest and I can't breathe. <laughs> like, where I'm is this i falling and I can't from? get up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, where is this coming from? You just sit with your feeling. Like, just let it be. Acknowledge it where it is. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. That's what the B is for. You, you let that be. Don't fight it. Sit
0: with it. Figure it out.
1: We promise you, you're not going to die from experiencing your emotion. Yes. It, all emotions pass. That's one of my quotes in my whiteboard. All emotions shall pass. Like, if I just sit here with my feelings for 20 minutes, they will pass.
0: Everything in life is temporary, guys. I mean, that's very deep. But everything even the happiest next episode everything in life is, is temporary. temporary even the happiest day of your life even like a child being born in that feeling even that euphoria of like Aww. something that you did that felt fucking amazing temporary orgasms <laughs> ta
2: <Ta-da. laughs> right
0: temporary god damn it <laughs> why can't it last forever right but going back to our abcs the c would be where i stopped so i in this scenario that i shared with you guys i did my a and my b and then that was the end of it but what we're inviting you all to do is go
1: to the c which is communicate actually let me stop you right there sister because you did communicate you communicated it with me with you but
0: not with when this incident happened not incident but when the situation happened I right. Didn't communicate.
1: You didn't communicate there, but this is a baby step. Right. Because Tanya, a year ago, would have not communicated this with me at all. True. Like, it would have been, like, brushed off. Like, oh, that sucks. The end. I and it would have, would have had up. the awareness. It would have built up. It would have built up. Right. It would have built up. And then you would have been like, well, in
0: 1992. What that happened, <laughs> Right. But. <laughs> <Touch> your <toes. laughs> she, she totally just grabbed my toe. I <laughs>
1: mean, too. <laughs> felt <away> right? There. <laughs> it was really weird. How did that
0: feel? was <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but that's where. I, okay. I get it. I hear you. I am communicating because I'm processing with you. In the moment, ideally, my goal honoring my needs would be me being able to go to this person and express, communicate what just happened. And be like, actually, yes, when you asked me what was wrong and I said no, I lied. Actually, something was wrong. And this is what happened and this is how it made me feel and this is how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. right that way I allow the other person or people or situation to understand me to get to know me to understand my perspective where I come in from what bothers me what doesn't bother me what makes me happy what my needs are me honoring those needs of like hey this is a big deal for me and this is why
1: and and I find myself nine out of ten nine out of ten times the communicating phase being where you're at like something bothers me I think it's fucked up and then I gaslight myself and I say, ah, I'm tripping. It's too much.
0: Me. So you stop at the B?
1: No. And then I call you. <laughs> and oh, then I say, okay. Tanya, this mm-hmm. happened. Am I tripping, dude? Or is this, like, real? And then nine out of ten times, my support system, remember, guys, support system? Eh, eh, eh? Um, will tell you, no, dude, you're not tripping. You're right. Like, this is, this is selfish or this is asshole or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and so maybe the communicating might start with communicating with your support system. Right, reaching out, mm -hmm. getting help. And then eventually, you're going to be able to climb your mountain and be able to like nip it in the ass right then and there when it happens. Yeah,
0: and and set those boundaries in the moment and communicate to people how you're feeling in the moment. Ideally, right, again, baby steps. Personally, I'm in this journey of being able to express my needs and honor my needs and be more assertive, but the fact that I'm already even able to acknowledge that something bothers me, and that I'm able to process with you, Dulce, or with whoever, um, and communicate this, it's part of the process and it's definitely progress. I got to give myself credit for that. Absolutely. I want the goal is again to be at that position where. I'm able to, in the moment, acknowledge, assess the situation, see how I feel. If I need time to process and make sure that I don't address it from an emotional place, I do that, but I will follow up and be able to talk to this person about that. That's the goal. So that's what the ABCs of honoring your needs is. Like, acknowledge what's happening. B, be there with those emotions. Feel them. Process. And C, communicate.
1: Ah. Baby steps, baby steps to recovery. We're dancing. We're dancing. All right, guys. Hello, That'll be. Like, took a deep breath. Right yeah, there. that was an amazing episode. This is a great way to come back, guys. I, I, I know so. that it's long. S F. But I'm then gonna again, it would be the
0: elephant on the couch if it's not a long.
2: <laughs>
1: I know, like y'all motherfuckers better be using this shit when you're in traffic <laughs> to like decompress. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> awesome laugh I'm gonna keep using it Ah, I don't think I can come off again anyways guys I hope you have a good rest of however fucking long it takes to drop our next episode (laughs) Merry Christmas if we don't talk to you guys
0: before then (laughs) (laughs) we're in September it was like Mexican independence yesterday today fool
1: no September 16th oh it's ahora si 16 de septiembre viva Mexico cabrones woohoo well, what was yesterday then <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> independence, eve, independence eve independence yeah. eve because you know how we do the... everything at, at noon like, at midnight right like you know how like christmas is like oh that's what they midnight. do el grito mm-hmm, el grito la medianoche okay, I want some pozole ay que rico
0: okay guys, guys. <laughs> 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 if we don't talk to you before thanksgiving
1: talk to you later
0: talk to you later so. <laughs> all right guys thank you for listening thank you for being back we missed you we definitely i definitely missed, oh, you myself, missed this whole dynamic of recording so hopefully it'll be sooner as than later on, on cruise control we will be able to record more we'll see we shall see we shall see thanks all right thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed today's episode remember this is not a replacement for therapy professional help is always available don't be scared to sit with your elephant until next time bye